Hi, everyone. This is、uh, Jonathan in Beijing, and I'm here today with、uh, Yafim. And this is、uh, the latest episode of the of our podcast, Dialogues on Applied Channel Theory. So Yafim is in、uh, Port Townsend, right now. So, yes. Hi, Yafim. How, hi, John.、Uh, how is、nice、it over there? Yeah, nice to see. It's、you. good. Hi, everybody.、Uh, it's beautiful. Um,、uh, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. Good. Just finished raining. I mean, you know, normal. Is it always thing. raining there? In the winter, yes. We still saw in the winter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're just we had snow yesterday in Beijing, like、oh. randomly. It was like two weeks ago. It was like twenty degrees Celsius, and now it's、um, there's snow, and then I think suppose it's going to heat up again next week.、Uh, don't miss snow at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're we're going to talk about、um, the a, a few channels and how they can be used to treat、uh, or in their relationship with the、uh, the sinews, right? So we're interested in talking about the drain, shaoyang, and Taiyang channels and how the, their relationship with the sinews. I guess this all started from. I guess Yefim was teaching a course recently and like online course with a, a school in Poland. And I think you, you were saying one of the students brought up this question and that kind of well, stimulated this well, this idea. Yeah, so I was teaching a course on Taiyang channel,、mm-hmm. and one of the things,、uh, as we know, Taiyang channel governs the especially the bladder of Taiyang channel governs the sinews. So the question was about the relationship. Between well, how does liver、uh, nourish its sinews, and what's the difference between liver nourishing sinew and then、uh, tayang governing the sinews? And so there was an interesting conversation that we kind of went on as far as what are relationships between、uh, liver and sinews, tayang and sinews, and you know I would say shaoyang and sinews. So,、um, how did you approach this response? Well, I mean, you know, first, you know, we have to point out the difference that、uh, when we talk about tayang and sinews, or we talk about tayang and the whole muscle layer, we're talking about really about the cold、uh, ability of tayang channel to warm the sinews, warm the muscle layer, and it comes、uh, and it uses way chi to do that. That. Use and as far when we talk about liver, then we're talking about more about blood. So can you、uh, just talk a little bit just about the tayang, like how, like I guess obviously, like we talk about how the tayangs relate to like the way to the、uh, protective chi, right? Can right. you talk a little bit more about how that kind of warms the things? Obviously, like it might be simple for a lot of people, but just to, how does that work? <laughs> in a couple of words, in a few minutes, yeah, sure. Few minutes, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have to look at the chi transformation in Taiyang channel, which depends on、uh, heat that comes from the kidney, that allows that to happen. And as the as the let's say fluids, if you look at fluids, the fluids being separated in the bladder by the impetus of the Kidney, but the heat of McMahon, as the fluids get separated, some fluids got as way as waste, as what we call them, turbid fluids that being expelled in urine, and the other fluids are saved, and these fluids brought up through the sanjiao, through the interstices, up to the surface, and this is a general kind of idea of fluids moving from the kidney 
towards the lung, towards the surface, but it's the same mechanism uh, that brings that warmth up to the surface, to the solely to the muscle layer. Uh, it kind of profuses through the muscle, muscles and then comes up and then helps to regulate the body temperature with opening and closing the pores. And uh, when that happens, obviously when, when all the fluids move up towards the upper jaw, towards the lung, it's the lung that actually pushes it out towards the surface. That's kind of what we would call lung-kidney relationship. But nevertheless, it's the same mechanism that brings, um, at least the way we view it, I think, that brings that warmth from uh, UB into from Tayangcho towards the surface. And as a very specific effect on the muscles. When you, um, so will you usually generally use it to treat like channel sinew issues if um, there's like more signs of cold that's affect, like trapped in the sinews or it doesn't matter? Or like if you add yeah. this like warmth or like yeah, I mean, a protective to, to the surface? Yeah, well, to be fair, I mean, Tayang channel is so huge that we see so many different uh, musculoskeletal issues that relate to Tayang because it really traverses all the joints. But frequently the things that we see, not only, but frequently the issues that we see in Tayang channel that are related to cold. And so when we do see these issues that relate to cold or when cold is trapped, which is... I, kind of put it slightly different territory because it's a little bit, when it's trapped, it's a little bit harder to treat, you know, to treat. Then we'll use Taiyang channel, use um, uh, Moxa maybe with Taiyang channel. For that case, like, so I guess there's like maybe more acute conditions and more chronic issues. Will that uh, make you, like when you're deciding which points to select, will you select more like distal points or local points or doesn't like, depending on like, you know, the, uh, like how long they've had this, they've been suffering from that issue. If it's well, you, due to, you know, of course, my answer is going to be depends. depends yeah. every day. But, yeah. but, um, and also to be fair to me, I pretty much mostly, do, I mean, I concentrate on distal points always, but, uh, nevertheless, more chronic condition probably involves maybe some more local points. Mm -hmm. Um, but before we go into it, let me actually yeah, kind yeah. of uh, Sorry. like talk about the difference uh, between Jueyin channel. And sometimes um, for certain condition, we have to decide because it might be same area, but the reason there was tightness in the muscles, not just pain, but when there's injury pain, we look at the channel, it's affected. But when we say, well, this is cold trapped in the channel in the area, or this is due to muscle tightness, sinew is not being nourished. So there's a two different things, I think, in my opinion, at least anyway. And so if the sinew is not being nourished, frequently I think it's a lack of blood appropriation by the liver into those sinews. And so it's a different mechanism. It could, uh, and in those cases, we don't need to warm the area necessarily, but what we need to do is kind of open, move the area, like uh, uh, course the channels in the area and then add blood to it. And doesn't mean produce blood or maybe use liver to move blood in, into that area. Are there like specific symptoms that will help you decide that's more like their sinew issues more due to like, I guess, blood deficiency or, or poor circulation blood to the area? Is it like different from like, for example, cold trapped in the, 
in the muscle? Well, usually it could be just from presentation of the symptoms, but not always. And hopefully then you could, I mean, usually yes, but not always. And that's why hopefully we all palpate the channels and let the channel palpation help us to figure it out. But like example, upper back pain, which is frequently, more commonly is due to uh, cold being trapped or long-term cold and Taiyang channel in upper back. And frequently we want to do use Taiyang points, use moxa and so forth, or other channel points. But sometimes uh, probably from long-term tightness and what we call chi stagnation, kind of stress, the muscles get really tight. And the tie and like almost like blood can get in there and nour like nourish the muscles. And frequently I will use, uh, you know, the point pair they use to loosen the sinews. Uh, I might use it for that. And it's way more effective than let's say using Moxa or using other uh, more specific like source points and Taeyang channel or uh, so forth. So, uh, Does that which, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. point pair were you talking about? Well, you know the point pair. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, the influential point of the sinews is gallbladder 34. And we've had this discussion before gallbladder 34. This is, again, my opinion. Um, doesn't nourish the sinews. Uh, I feel that this point, I think this point, what it does is opens the spaces in between the sinews, then allowing, thus allowing blood to kind of go in and do its nourishment. So frequently I combine with the source point and liver channel, liver three. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. together liver three, go about 34, seem to be a really good point to, uh, you know, to do that. Uh, I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody has upper back pain. Mm -hmm. And this is a com common one. I've used in the past, I've used something like small test and three or small test and four, depending if it's, uh, if it's uh, chronic, and like say you'd be 65 or 64 with uh, maybe small test in 11, kind of to open the whole area. On the other hand, if I think it's more chi stagnation related and not, and I want to bring some, um, some blood into air, in the area to kind of nourish the sinus, I will use GOBA uh, 34, liver three with Sanjaya five. Okay. And then if I want to do something locally, sometimes I do threading locally, but if not, but again, frequently I just do local needling and then presentation might be exactly the same. And then you have to figure out, well, which one is it? I don't combine them together. I won't do all of it. Uh, That's great. Yeah. I love using, yeah. Like uh, the delivered three GB 34 kind of combination. I see it for a lot of like, like also for issues like lower down, right? Like it could be knee pain, chronic knee pain, Any, hip pain, yeah, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. too. Well, obviously knee pain, you could yeah. say, well, it's yeah. it's right by the knee and liver yeah. three seem to have effect on the knee, bringing yeah. blood into the knee. Mm -hmm. But anywhere, anywhere yeah. I found that you need that nourishment in the sinews, that point pair seems to, seems to do it. This is sort of how I came about thinking about GOBA 34 differently, not simply, oh, it nourishes the sinews. And if right. we think of Xiaoyang channel relationship to the sinews, it really, its function is more moving, not nourishing. It's yeah. kind of dynamic moving, coursing, allowing them in to bring and blood to nourish it. Right, because the Shaolin is more related to the circulation of like source chi, right, through the the, the Sanjiao pathways, right? 
So then like, it's well, more yeah, like, it's, like movement of like chi, I guess, and things like that. Right. Well, yeah. So in, in this, uh, I've, Think about it that in Shaoyang, like gold, gold butter really plays a role of letting movement and circulation. And Sanjiao helps it by because it's a place where things move through. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in that place, we have blood, we have Yuan Qi, you have all that. Yeah. So, I was wondering, like, um, just when we were talking about just going back to the Taiyang. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess with like Drain Shaoyang, you said also the, it was interesting how you mentioned earlier, earlier, like some people who are like under a lot of stress, right? That can cause that kind of stagnation and that that might help yeah. indicate maybe it's a Drain Shaoyang issue, possibly, right? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, so there some, are for some one, cases, right? Yeah. The thing is also when somebody has Shaoyang tightness, it might not be, uh, the sinews might be tight. It might not need to be nourished at all. They just things that might need to be just loosened. Right, then we right. don't need to use liver three in those, that mm -hmm. cases, right? Then we could do just GB34, Sanjiao five or Sanjiao right. six, or, yeah. you know, with something locally, if you like. Yeah. So for the Taiyang, you were saying that there's obviously a close relationship between like the, the protective chi that moves like that warmth to the surface, to the, like the toli or to the muscles too. And then, um, but the root of that, the, the protective chi, that, that warmth comes from the kidney, you were saying, right? Yeah. So are there cases where like it's a Taiyang issue, but instead you might select like the kidney channel? Like the- Well, usually, the yeah, that's, yeah, that, but that usually a deficiency, call, like it was, if you think Taiyang deficiency would call, then I think of uh, using Shaoyin channel, kidneys or even kidney heart. So both aspects of Shaoyin, yeah. Okay. Just like what you were talking about now, just thinking about just a couple of cases, if I can mention them. So one was just, I, I saw yesterday and you can, she had a lot of signs of stagnation. So she had like uterine fibroids, like or huge ones. Like I think multiple uterine fibroids. She didn't, she's going to show me the report probably next week or so, but it was like 10 centimeters in size, one of them. Oh, wow. um, she refused to do any surgery. So she has a lot of like kind of blood stasis. I think that's causing that. Um, uh, she has like, like headaches, you know, migraines like shoulder tight shoulders and like the neck pain, but it's more on like the lateral part of the neck, mm -hmm. uh, like the Shaoyang pathways. And um, yeah, really stiff neck uh, with dizziness too. Oh. So I think it was a lot of like, you know, like kind of this kind of stasis, stagnation. And it turns out like one of the root causes of a lot of her issues that um, especially even in, including with the appearance of the fibroids was all due to like stress related. There are a lot of emotional things that happened that cause a lot of stress and like, you know, this kind of stasis, stagnation, constraint. Emotional constraint. Yeah. Yeah. Long-term emotional constraint. We know yeah. uh, we can potentially, you know, cause real like, blood stasis, G stasis, yeah. to, you know, cause stagnation. Yeah. And she had a lot of um, like Shaoyang and drain channel changes too. So I think that's. So what did you treat? Um, I think, I, yeah, I think I focused on the, because uh, I went, like her main complaint was more the uterine fibroids. So I think I, I did some like uh, um, uh, drain channel points, like, you know, like I think I did like, because she had some irritability and things like that. So I think I did like, um, like liver two, um, I think I did liver eight points like that to help kind of get things moving. And I think I might've used PC7 or PC3. I've, I actually have to review so my should, notes before. Yeah. So you stay pretty much with drain channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think in the, but I did add like do 19 just to kind of relax the muscles right. in the back and things just cause that wasn't her main complaint, but you could tell like 
like she thought that she was having like a stroke or something because she'd had dizziness for a few times but mm -hmm. you could tell like it was due to like she'd use her computer and like and then be staring down her computer and then you know after using it she'd be like oh i feel a little dizzy so and her neck was really tense so like uh, do you feel like, better after do 19 yeah do 19 you could feel like um uh, quite immediately the uh the muscles kind of relax you know after doing the the straightening back kind of spine kind yeah. of um uh, uh, method of, you know, doctor simulate the point and have the patient strain their back. And that, you know, as a result has a good effect of kind of relaxing the muscles too. So you can see after doing it two times of straining the back, like it, she was like, Oh, it's, it's much looser. And, um, so I don't know, I'll see, I, it's not a great, great case yet. We'll see what happens like next in the, or the next few weeks, I think. Okay. Well, interesting thing about do 19. So, you know, as we know, do 19 loosens up the spine and uh, neck and the low back. And one of, the, one of the reasons it does it is because the young of the do able to kind of open up collaterals, but do 19, as you know, we found that it, it's good for when there's a cold stagnation or any stagnation. It just seems to the warmth that could tend to loosen uh, those small collateral sinews. Yeah, it allows for it kind of has a, and has a connection with the Taiyang channel sinews too, right? Because like the collateral. Yeah, of, the of course. Yeah. So it kind of encourages that that Yang Qi to also to move to the uh, Taiyang, like the cloud, like the Taiyang regions to Taiyang channel sinews. Well, yeah. Well, it theoretically should be more related to Taiyang, mm -hmm. but as we found, it also when there is, as you were describing, like straining, as long as it's not the disc itself, as long as it's all this, everything around it, the little mm. tiny, tiny sinews, ligaments, it tends to loosen all of those up. Yeah. And you have patients, yeah. some patients will say, oh, it feels like they'll feel warmth, right? Some people mm -hmm. imagine, not often, but some people are like, oh, it feels like there's warmth in their, their areas where they had like the tension. And like, while you're doing do nighting, like it feels yeah. there's heat and then they feel more relaxed. Um, I was just thinking about in another case. I was just thinking about sorry because while you're talking about no, the tie okay. relationship, I love hearing my cases. So this patient, you can this is her symptoms where um, she's 60 years old. So this she's Chinese patient. So she's 60 years old. So if you just by looking hearing her age, you know like what period of what you know throughout like that period in Chinese history is very unique. So a lot of people right. their their complaints are are kind of unique. Like so she had a lot of a wide range of issues like starting off being like insomnia and like um like pressure in the chest like kind of emotional like kind of cheese stagnation kind of uh complaints um but then later she started to say oh she also has like this chronic back pain and this kind of uh chronic knee pain or like and cold in her knees cold in her back uh tight upper back too like her um upper back region and always feeling cold too so a lot of this kind of like tie on kind of like the pathways were related to a lot of the Taiyang regions. Um, so I, she like for insomnia, I was trying to treat, use like, you know, uh, heart seven, kidney three mainly to kind of communicate the heart and kidney. Cause when, mm -hmm. based on palpation, she had lots of changes on her heart channel. Like there are crispy changes around heart seven. Uh, she also has a history of a tricuspid valve. Um, what's it called? Like not closing completely. Oh Yeah. Uh, and well, then, like, um, leaking valve, yeah. yeah, leaking valve, like there's like, I guess regurgitation blood in that area mm -hmm. between those chambers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, her kidney three has really long, kind of thickened, kind of sinew, like it was very tight in that area and, um, cold too. Um, so that, you know, I was using those points and then finally, like, just cause she likes to talk a lot and talk about her history and like, mm -hmm. the, like the, 
everything that she experienced. She's really interesting because like very clear, like very clear minds. So she's very good at like describing everything she experienced during that time. So it turns out like, Beijing? yeah, she's a she Beijing. She's a Beijing. So what happened was like in the, she was like, she, she went to the countryside, like, like a lot of people her age, like when she was like, um, I think 18 or so. So she, at one point they had to do a lot of, um, I think she said it was like, there's rice patties or there's rice and they had to pick the rice. Um, but they had to, to do that. They had to go barefoot into the fields. In the water. Right? In the water. Yeah. Yeah. So then they were doing yeah. that, you know, for, I don't know how long, but each day, but she said after that, like that was when like she had a lot of this cold all started from that time. So like the cold feet and then she like the cold knees. And then even now up into her, uh, now when she has her insomnia is also affected by that too. It's like, she'll wake up in the middle of the night and she'll feel really cold in her knees. And that wakes her up like, the, and then because huh. the cold starts from the knees and goes all the way up through the rest of her body. So she, what she does, she'll cover her knees and then she'll feel warmer and then she'll like calm down and then fall back asleep. So I think it's all due to that, you know, related to that, um, that time when she was younger. So in this case, I was thinking that it was more, even though like the presentation of the symptoms were more on the Taeyang, right? Like on the, like the back and like the, the neck all along the time pathos, I still focus more on like the kidney channel. Well, it makes sense, yeah. yeah. With moxie. Yeah, so one thing I thing. love about seeing these cases in China is the patients will tell you, when I got exposed to cold 20 years ago, it's so, but for me, I have to dig this through because patients don't associate uh, being exposed to cold to the, the symptoms at all. Yeah. You know, in China, it's kind of cultural. They'll be like, it's so, right? Remember, so, so many times we hear, like, you hear it. And when we, Dr. Wang, we hear this, oh, yeah, 20 years ago, I had this thing that happened in my back. And it's very Yeah, that useful. patient, yeah, yeah. That patient yeah, yeah, who was yeah, yeah, sitting, yeah. Uh, where he's sitting at his desk and there's a fan blowing on his back exactly. and led to this extreme, like, crazy symptoms, right? Like, extreme. But he felt pain. better after, like, doing yeah, yeah. boxer. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. Oh, but last time I remember we talked, or I don't remember which episode it was, but we talked about your patient who had that chronic mm-hmm. upper back pain. He used, ended up using moxon bladder 43, right? Yeah, That's- and he slept on the ground too, mm-hmm. but I had to. F- drag it out of him he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't say oh after i slept on the ground it was like after a few visits like oh yeah so this so patient's actually I'm... oh sorry just about just a couple more oh. tidbits about this patient oh, it's sure. interesting that she had a lot of signs of like um um relate to the kidney too so in addition to her her poor sleep like you know heart and kidney not communicating like the the back pain like chronic back pain knee pain like cold in those areas um she also had um in terms of her dreams, she had a lot of nightmares too. So we know like fear is related to the kidney. So that's kind of interesting. Like everything was kind of tied to that. Did she feel better? Um, I think like the, a lot of the emotional constraint actually felt, has felt better. I'm sure the tightness in her upper back has felt better. Um, it was only recently when I just started doing the uh, treatments on the, the lower back. So I'm going to see like uh, last time was the first time I did Moxa on kidney three. So we'll see see what happens but like for the emotional constraint she actually had a lot of shaoyang chi stagnation mm. so as you like what worked the best which surprised me i thought it was like i think for the first stream and i focused on the dream because i thought oh yeah. i'll use like you know pc7 liver two or something like that like but it was actually more like it worked more with um uh sandro 6 gb34 actually yeah sometimes that. opening the young channel shaoyang yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing i was going to throw in there as we're talking about uh treating all these back uh, back issues mm-hmm. to my kidney channel you know sometimes when i want to treat shaoyin 
for the uh, one treating Taeyang, if somebody has a bunch of symptoms, I might, use, I might also use kidney four. Kidney because kidney four, four is, is a lower point. And it's actually a really great point, point I find to treat back issues, especially low back issues. Uh, for chronic low back? Chronic low back, and it treats Taeyang. To me, it's like part of Taeyang treatment. Treats Taeyang channel. Um, okay. Yeah. Because it opens the clouders, right? It allows for more exactly. you know, yeah, yeah, resources yeah. to circulate to that. Oh, okay. And That's it's, really good the, it's good for the weird emotional stuff, like more panicky, being really scared. Oh, it's one of the okay. it's one of the low patterns. Like would you ever low... do like sorry? Would you ever do like kidney three paired with kidney four together? I have, and you have to be really careful. Yes, but one has to be really careful locating both of them. You have to be precise with your location because a lot of people, well, a lot of people sometimes not very clear because they're very close together. So you have to be clearly in different spaces. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering, just like for like this patient I have, would you do local moxa on her Which low back? Patient? Like the patient well, I was just back. talking about with like, who was, was that chronic low back pain and like, um, yeah, why not do, yeah. do four? Do yeah. Four, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. She had changes that like do four, um, and like the L5 S1 area, I think from what I recall. Yeah. So, uh, I really like, well, do four for obvious reasons, but also yeah. do three has a really great ability to warm up the back mm -hmm. uh and that's where lots of times the issues around that mm -hmm. uh, that area yeah, yeah. okay because what i wanted to do is just first try just doing the the mox on kidney three and see its effect first before going directly to the, uh, the local oh, plus i had no time <laughs> plus i had no time to do oh, oh the other thing the other thing you could try to do and then, you know and patients like this i would leave kidney three for much longer if you have room if you yeah. have extra room you leave it for extra half hour if she could stay Okay. Uh, I think she would, she would be, she would be happy to do that. She's coming yeah. from pretty far away in Beijing. So for her to spend more time in the clinic, I think she doesn't mind. Yeah. Kidney three is one of those great points you can leave for a long time and still strengthening and it's actually warming and it's quality. Okay. 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 That's great. Um, are there any cases you, you would want to share? No, you didn't want to talk about cases. Uh, well, we know, you know, last case we talked about it was an interesting case, but we did all uh, the whole podcast on it, right? I know, I know, I know. Anything about the, the liver three GB34? The first time you're like, whoa, this is a really good point combination. Do I, oh, that was so, that was over 20 years ago. I don't remember, but it's, it's <laughs> when I was really, when I was developing the whole sports medicine thing that I, um, yeah. that I do, it's during that time I kind of uh, figured it out and just, uh, you know, really start getting more honed in to mm -hmm. what this point pair does. And then after meeting Dr. Wong, he really kind of explained why and further on kind of explained why this point pair worked the way it did. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then obviously when we we're talking about all these different um, like like relationship between like for treatment, using these channels like the drain, Shaiyar and Taiyang to treat uh, channel sinew disorders. Obviously, we're also saying that palpation-wise, you should feel changes on those channels, right? Before. Oh, I mean, you know, it. hopefully, anybody who is listening to us, <laughs> palpation is a given. So obviously, I mean, all these treatments, all uh, you know, you have to palpate. You have to figure out what's going on, and then you have to figure out which channels you're going to treat. Uh, but yeah, and frequently the channels in in 
healthier people would lead you lead you to find out which channels are more effective and then you could decide which channels you want to choose for treatment uh if patient is not healthy if the channels and when the channels are not healthy that's when we have a little more difficulties because right. the channels don't react as much it doesn't show as much right like that patient i was talking about earlier with the uterine fibroids i would say every channel had changes like every channel had nodules and lumps and equal um I would say like the Tyene channel had lots, the drain had a lot, the Shaoyang had a lot, the Yaming had a lot too. Like she had like, it was pretty much everything, but I wouldn't say it was equally distributed, but like in terms of abnormalities, but it was pretty much every channel had like signs of stagnation. I think it was just this is, a lot of stress and emotional stress a lot. Right. This is then a really good opportunity to, to, you know, to point out that that's when you don't treat everything. You yeah. focus the treatment, chief complaint, figure out what are you going to treat, mm. what to start and start with that. And knowing that, I mean, hopefully when we pick treatments, we are right. Uh, if things if things are not effective, we just rethink and change it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes okay. what you realize is that if you focus on the main channel system that has the stagnation or like the issues, then just by getting that moving, then it has a positive effect on the other channels too, right? Like, well, of course, of course. And that's mean you're on the right track. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I Do mean, you have anything else you want to add to this uh, conversation? Um, well, ask me something. Um, I just spent uh, three days talking about Taiyang channel, so I could add a lot. But <laughs> I think we're all, we've also we're already talked for like over 20 minutes. Okay, yeah. So Moxa, for those just, uh, if you, Moxa, Moxa distally to affect the sinews, especially Taiyang channel, source points are great. Right? How about Moxa? If do you ever do Moxa on the uh, drain or Shaoyang channels for channel sinew issues? Yes, uh, not as frequently. I'll use Sanja 4 and I will use Goba 40. Okay. Again, source uh, points. Yeah. Yeah. That's more for like, there's more chronic kind of chi. Right. In the, like cold too, maybe signs or? Cold, yeah, yeah. I mean, cold could be in any channel, right? Mm -hmm. we, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Yafim. I think we obviously we have to like meet again to talk more about other Yeah, yeah, concepts. definitely. Yeah. So it's um, good to see you again and enjoy the, the weather in Port Townsend. Sure, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy snow in Beijing. I think it's all melted already. I think it's all right. Okay, so we'll... that. what's that? You don't, I don't miss, miss that. that. No. <laughs> okay, so thanks, Yafim. Uh, we'll see you uh, soon. Hopefully, we'll talk yeah, more. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, just everyone, uh, just to mention that we do have. Uh, if people don't know, we do have a website, thechannelpalpation.org, and there are, you know, website, uh, sorry, not website, there are articles there that you can read about applied channel theory. We also have our Instagram and Facebook page, and I think they're all called Wanjui Applied Channel Theory. And okay. John, that John maintains. I try to maintain. I'm getting uh, worse at it because it's just too busy now, but I'm trying to maintain them. Thank you, John. Okay. All right. Okay. See you. Bye.